When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God, I just wish I knew what happened in Euphoria Season 2. That's so much for a girl to ask. Oh, fuck yeah. Cool, a fortune teller. Haha, <laughs> sweet. Definitely gonna do this here. How much? Uh, okay, 50 cents. <laughs> Definitely afford that. Let's see. Who summons Alexander, the man who knows? Me? Oh, I'm Paige. What up? What is your question? So, there's this HBO show called Euphoria. It's a major hit. You should definitely look into it. Anyways, I just want to know if you know anything about season two. Literally anything. I will take it. Please, please help a girl out. The future is clouded. The spirits say, listen to episode 10 of That's So Euphoric to Learn More. That's kind of bullshit. That's my podcast. I already know everything on it. Goodbye. Are you kidding me? Fuck, that's 50 cents. God damn it. What a piece of shit. This is dumb. Ah! Hello, Euphorians! We are back, and we are so stoked to continue with our Season 2 predictions. Hope everyone is doing well. What's up, Alex? How you doing? What it is, Paige. You know, I'm just doing. Yeah. I'm doing medium rare. Usually, we start out and like give a little you know, summary of our life, how we're doing, what's going on, and honest to fucking God, nothing has happened. Quarantine is getting more and more, or no, I should say less and less fun. I feel like in the beginning it was like, whoa, this is kind of different. It's a party. And now I'm like, oh my God, the party was over three months ago. Um, We're in New York, as you all know. So like things are not any better. Nothing's open, which is a good thing. Nothing should be open because we're not ready for that. But Alex and I are just confined to our studio apartment. 
So honestly, other than getting stoned and drunk all the time and just hanging out, watching, we, we've been watching, rewatching Star Wars lately, which mm-hmm. is kind of fun. Yeah. I think the only improvement to quarantine over time is our cooking has gotten better. Mm. We've definitely upped our, our food game as quarantine has gone well, on. Well, you have. You I, have too. You made I guess a bacon salad this week. That's true. Alex and I, we, we're city people, so we don't usually cook. We're usually, like, out and about. We go to, like, restaurants, bars. It's so rare that we cook a meal. So we're really proud that we've cooked a couple meals in quarantine. But, like, we're not good enough where I would, like, brag about it or share on, like, social media. Yeah, I mean, every, like, every few things are pretty good. But, yeah. I mean, usually we're just eating, like, cereal and Pop-Tarts. So or rice aroni. Anything, anything we're cooking right now is an upgrade. Totally. And if you're stoned, like, it doesn't matter because everything just, like, tastes new and fascinating and great. <laughs> so it's been fine. This is true. Well, I'll, I'll just go right into our quarantine for today. Give us the news. What's I know. The so news? what is going on? Well, what's really kind of fun and exciting, which I would not know this, and nor should any of you. I mean, it's not like I keep track of everything Euphoria, even though I'm a super fan. But a year ago today, Euphoria wrapped season one. That's pretty crazy to think about. It. When I think about it, I feel like Euphoria has been out for years because I love it so much and I've seen it so many fucking times that I just feel like it's always been (laughs) part of my life. But it's weird to think it's only been a year. Yeah. And it's weird to think we normally would be like so amped for season two. Mm -hmm. Also, Alex knows this. I'm pretty fucking pissed. I just thought of this. I'm mad because this year I was so excited. So I turned 30 in November. And I was so amped. I talked about it so many times, and Alex is giving me a look. I wanted to have a euphoric birthday. Yep. I was going to have all of my friends. I was going to like book like the hottest club in New York City. I was going to take you to the roller rink. I know. Euphoria that would have been fun, too. Vibes, like... I honestly more... Yeah, Hot a roller rink would be fun, but like when you're really drunk and rollerblading, that's like really difficult. So I think club would have been more my scene. Well, it but was going to be the precursor. Totally. To love the, the thought behind that. It could have been oh. a fun daytime thing leading into the night. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I really was so stoked to have a euphoric birthday. I was going to have everyone dress up, not as characters, but just like euphoric makeup, like go all out. Like I don't, I don't need you coming as a character. That's weird. But, like, I really wanted it to be, like, a euphoria night. Like, I was going to literally, like, hire someone to do my makeup, the work. So, like, so fuck quarantine because none of that is happening. And I doubt any clubs will be open in November. I will be shook to the core if that's the case. I don't think it's going to be in New York City, at least. Doesn't seem like it, but you never know. But anyways, moving on. So stoked. A year, you know, great for euphoria cast. And then, you know, we had a couple of interesting incidents happen this weekend. Oh, did we? We did. Um, like Super what? fans were freaking the fuck out because here we are in quarantine. Mm. We wake up. Let me set the scene. And Zendaya's Instagram is just gone. You click on her profile. It's like there, oh, but all posts shit. are gone. You go to do your daily look at Zendaya's <laughs> Instagram and... <laughs> Boy, it's gone. Yeah, like Ugh. I said, I wasn't looking. I just found out through super fans. I really could give a shit about Zendaya's day to day. I mean, she's a great girl. Love her and Euphoria, but I'm not like you know, I'm not one of those type of fans. But I did see 
that this happened. And she was really funny and was on Twitter and was pretty much like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I think someone hacked my account. So everyone was like, you know, of course, she didn't really tweet till hours later. So everyone was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, man. <laughs> fan accounts were posting, like, Zendaya, it's okay if you need a break. Like, we're here for you. Oh my god, I'm sure the theories were just rampant. Yeah, they were rampant. We could probably do an episode on theories about why Zendaya's Instagram went offline for like three hours. Yeah, I don't know. I bet there are some some golden theories out there. It's crazy that people can do that. And it's also crazy that they'd pick like Zendaya of all people. It just seems random to me. Like, I don't think as a hacker, I'd feel so accomplished hacking Zendaya's account. Like, well, you would if she had some juicy shit in there. Yeah, but she didn't. You know what I mean? So it's like, ugh, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, so anyways, what's even weirder is the following day, Sydney Sweeney tweeted that someone's been trying to hack her accounts, and she was, like, super funny about it and, like, clever mm. and snarky. She was like, HBO already leaked my nudes, bitch, so <laughs> nice try. Yeah, is this, like, a, an orchestrated, like, anti-euphoria conspiracy? Are they hacking all the know. euphoria stars? I think so. Who's I next? Fezca or Ashtray. No, Angus, yeah, <laughs> definitely Angus. I think Algae might be next. Algae is very active on Instagram. I know. He could and be I, a target. That is funny though. Do you think it's the same hacker? Not that it's important, but I'm like, I kind of want to go with the storyline of this is a hacker that just like hates on Euphoria and wants everyone's account hacked, <laughs> or or opposite, or they love Euphoria so much they're dying to see if there's they're any tra- kind of like. Oh, they're trying to get a. A script screenshot yep. or a hint. A group chat about their characters. Yeah. Ooh, <sighs> now see, this is a good fan theory right here. It is. All right. I think it's really good. That's a good theory. But anyways, um, so after that we have, I wrote down that Cassie had a barstool sports interview with, I think it's called like Chicks in the Office. But she just once again reiterated that her character in season two does go through a really gnarly, I don't know, I feel like we don't know what Cassie's season two predictions are because if Sydney Sweeney couldn't even think of it, then how the fuck are we supposed to know? I hope that we have good guesses, but she essentially said that Sam Levinson called her before the table read. They only had one table read, right? Like, literally the timing could not be weirder. It was literally a right. week before crime yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah. So they had their full table read, and then that would suck. Then you just have to go home and sit with it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that actually might be better, though? Because then you're, like, sitting with your characters, like, you know what your character's going to go through, so you have more time to plan, or do you think it's always, they always worse? Have, I think they always have plenty of time. True. These things take so long to get off the ground, and by the time you're filming your first scene, it's been months since the table read. Totally. They're fine. But now they have months on months on months to prepare, so yeah. they better not fuck it I mean, it up. they can overthink it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they can really overthink it. But yeah, she answered a question. They were just like, please, you know, everybody wants to know, yada yada, what's going to happen in season two? She gave the same fucking answer. Like, it's going to be dark, but she also emphasized that she had absolutely no, like, she did not even think that what happened to her character happens. Mm. Keep that in mind. As we go forward. Listeners. Then we have a, a huge congratulations to our boys, Tio and Tamaro, a.k.a. Roy and uh, Troy, yeah. also, AKA. Known, <laughs> also known as Tristan and Tyler in the real world. Yeah, they graduated just like their sister, Gia, or their one of their girlfriends, Storm, who plays Gia, because they're kind of like 
Next kind of maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna be like dating in the next. She has got to have better taste though. Yeah, but also they're funny. I always say that, but I feel like their their characters are funny. The twins, their like, dicks are real. They are. Like, they suck. Yeah. You're right. They suck. But they, I think they're funny. So I'm always like kind of still team so twins. weird that those are uh, McKay's brothers. I know. You really? God, after, I'm dying to talk to them about so, it. We just finished rewatching the whole season. Not I would once. never have known that those were McKay's brothers. Mm. You would not fucking know that. Literally like, never. And then never talk about it. No. They're not they're at not all in McKay's episode when they're talking about like his past and his life. They're not You're in that right. at all. They're not cheering him on with a dad or anything. No. They are like, you would really not know that they're his brothers. And to I don't be, feel stupid for not knowing. No, and to be to give McKay credit where credit's really never given. I do think McKay has a better character and is more like morally acceptable than the twins. Meaning, like, not to say every oh, family totally. member is the same, but they're so far off. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I McKay is uh, definitely has some sus issues, but they're a lot cruder. Okay, for a example, lot, uh, a lot shittier. We are right in not knowing and not giving a shit that they're brothers because in the scene where they're watching Cassie's fucking porno, the twins are like commenting on it and being dicks. And it's if that was your brother, you'd be like, hey, little bro, shut the fuck up. That's yeah. what I'm about to date. Or like, hey, little bro, you shouldn't be here. But he never yeah. even like says a word. I nope. never thought of that. Do you remember that scene? Yeah, yeah of course weird yeah well congratulations they graduated we went off but they graduated a year early so boys we are so proud Mm, of you that is hot that's hot that's euphoric um also we are dying to interview them so we already messaged them but like boys where are you at like you're out of school we're we're here hit us up i just want to ask like i have so many questions for them i just love them tio and tomorrow hit us up hit us up in the dms we want to know, like, now that you're graduating, you have plenty of time. Don't you want to be interviewed on a top-notch podcast? I mean, come on. Come on. Then we had a, a Angus was having a lot of fun this weekend. He had a, a photo shoot at McDonald's. Um, it's not really a photo shoot. He was just, like, dicking around at McDonald's. But, like, honest to God, Alex and I were pretty jealous because McDonald's has never sounded better. Yeah, I could fuck with a Big Mac right now yeah like oh, we usually are not man. mcdonald's people but seeing that photo i was Oof. like fuck i miss like food restaurants fast food oh, whatever yeah, yeah. i could I, yeah oh man so big mac good. right now would i know we can't level. even talk about it or the french I fries i gotta stop oh the stop. french fries we just gotta stop we gotta move on what else honestly other than that i don't have much the only other thing i was gonna mention was storm who plays Gia, her and her mom had, like, a cute little... She posted a photo today of her and her mom, like, flexing, and they both looked really hot. They had, like, designer on, and she was like, my mama was, like, fly, or something like that. Are they jacked? <laughs> I mean, okay, Storm is. Like, she works out every day. Is she a fitness, a fitness girl? I don't think she's a fitness girl. I just think quarantine has, like, made her... Like, she's killing it in every aspect of her life, so quarantine was a time for her to now also be like, to I'm really, kill it really focus game. on her uh, her quads or maybe yeah. her, her triceps or something. I am quite... <laughs> the traps? Am... She got, got real big traps? No, but I am quite Gotta jealous. You would like her setup. I should show you later. Her Instagram, she posted a story how she moved her treadmill outside and she runs mm. outside, and I'm like, that's genius because she doesn't want to leave her home. She's yeah. being good. She's quarantining. I would do that if and I, I was had like, a that's treadmill hot. That's or great. an outdoor area or She's a desire to run. On the she literally has a boombox out there and she like works out and she does these little videos yeah. where she like 
She's really cute because you can me. tell she's young. She's very like positive and very like talks to her fans and is like, if you can even just get outside for like a minute, do it. And I'm like, uh, I'm not going outside. I'm not doing a workout, <laughs> but I like cute. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of Disney-esque. Uh, very Disney. Um, other than that, no. I think we just kind of dive right back in and start where we left off with cool. season two. And I'm going to let Alex yeah. like really head this one again because I didn't do shit. I didn't do any of the research. So Cool. Well, as you guys remember, if you made, if you listened last week, <laughs> we are in the middle of a two-parter. We're talking season two. We're talking theories. We're talking predictions. Yep. Rumors facts everything we know everything people think they know all the wildest shit i could dig up on the internet that people think is gonna happen in season two we've got um, including some theories sent to us by our lovely fans so last week we kind of covered what we what we do know about season two um we talked about some theories and then we were going character by character so we covered the main characters last week yep so now we're kind of on to the uh the side cast. So let's start it off with our boy Fez. Um, Our boy Fez, there's a lot of theories about him, but basically all of them amount to uh, Fez is going to die in season two. Wow, really? Very common fan theory is, well, okay, so I found this really interesting. A lot of people read the ending, his ending in season one, as he was about to be murdered by Mouse, which... Doesn't Mouse make any isn't sense there, to though, me. Right? Well, he delivers the money to Mouse. Oh, uh, and the blood's on the dollar bills. Yeah, but yeah. Mouse is a gangster. He doesn't care what Fez did to get the money. He wants, he wants to get money. paid. So yeah. Fez is, in my eyes, Fez is fine at the end of season one. Is Fez going to die in season two? I mean, given his lifestyle, it's technically very plausible. Of course. He's kind of More a fan favorite at this others. part, so I wouldn't be surprised if he sticks around past season two. But a lot of people think he's going to die during season two, and that's not a bad guess. So... Here's some theories. Uh, Fez is going to be murdered by rival gangsters. Very plausible. Yeah, Fez especially is, after he... He ripped off that doctor. Yeah. We don't know who that guy's connected yep. to, what he's part exactly. of. So this Very is Very Breaking Bad. Uh, Fez is going to get murdered by Mouse. This is obviously super plausible. Yeah. Um, Fez is going to murder Mouse. This one, I'm a big fan of. I think really? season two, Fez is going to have him... It's going to come down to Fez has to kill Mouse... Or everything is going to get fucked up. It's going to be like bad, like Ashtray's going up, he's going up, shit's Mm. going real bad, unless he kills Mouse. And I think he's going to kill Mouse. Not to go too off topic, but... I'm a fan of this theory. Don't you kind of want to know more about his backstory in terms of not just like his story, but like, I want to know why his grandma is the one in the house. Like, where are their parents? There's just so much we don't know. Who knows? We don't even know Ashtray's relation to him, but... uh, yeah, like I said, I but just yeah. wanted to like briefly we bring get that a, up. Luckily, we're going to get a Fez episode in season two, according yeah. to Sam, Sam Levinson. Can't so, wait. I'm actually really excited to see his backstory. Yeah, Probably same. more than any of the other characters. Same. Um, but yeah, I think the him murdering Mouse theory is, is pretty likely. Um, there's another one that I actually really like that Mouse is going to kill Fez, but Ashtray shoots Mouse first. Which Shit. I like that theory a lot because Ashtray is always like chilling in the background. We know but he's, he's also strapped. A badass. And he's we know always he's, keeping his eyes open. We know open. he's also a badass. Like, mm-hmm. and it would be a real interesting story arc to have that kid have to kill Mouse to save Fez, and then have to deal with like having killed someone at age like eight or whatever. How like, old he is? I think he's a, definitely older than eight. Whatever, but that's an interesting storyline. <laughs> um, I think he's like twelve or thirteen. That would and be it also guess. like makes sense. Oh, he's not that old. He's not 13. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, maybe. All right. Um, so that kind of wraps up the 
plausible theories for mouse so here are the mouse or fez or for fez excuse me so here's the real wild ones this one says fez is in love with rue and her being fluid and rue falls for him no so are fez and rue gonna become star-crossed lovers in season two and realize they've loved each other all along absolutely not no they have such a they have a very clear-cut friendship clear-cut friendship also brother-sister friendship and yeah no it's not gonna happen but if it did it would be like so fucking stupid because it's so valuable their friendship is so valuable i also think it's fucked up that so many of our predictions from last episode mentioned rue and fez falling out i do not at all see that happening i think their their relationship is way too strong and this is going way too far but if i'm gonna be a psycho uh super fan in this moment the table read there's only one photo from the table read and it's her and fez sitting next to each other zendaya and angus and they're cracking up would they be cracking up if their characters well, were not they were doing only, well they were only table reading episode one so who knows oh. but okay well i don't i don't so, really buy that either i i think it's i stupid. don't buy it i mean no. hypothetically anything could happen that could pit them against each other but i don't really but see it why happening. yeah no um, this person thinks that Fez is going to date Cassie. <laughs> so stupid. Which I find completely fucking ludicrous. Also, Cassie never even has once, not once, like, all three, four Fez is not Cassie's type. Oh, and Cassie, other than buying drugs at the carnival, that's it. Yeah, I mean, but no. This is, <laughs> so uh, we don't even need to say why. Maybe that's, that's the weird ridiculous. thing, though. Maybe that's why she's freaking out about her character. Maybe her... All and... of season two is like an intense, like, <laughs> love story between Cassie and Fez. <laughs> no. It's no, not happening. I don't it's buy this. so, so stupid. Um, another theory from one of our users, uh, at Boo Amelia, is that Fez is going to date Lexi. Um, no. Which I think is kind of on the same page. Like, what about season one led you to think that Lexi and Fez were, like, a good fit for each other and we're going to end up dating? Yeah, like, optimistic Their and cute. Their worlds are pretty far apart. Yeah, optimistic and cute, but no, it's just, it's not going to happen. You can't make Fetch happen. That's just not a thing. Yeah. And Lexi and they yeah. don't have anything in common. Yeah. All right, so that wraps it up for Fez. So now we are on to Cat. Did you want me to also, we have that one really long one I missed last week. Do you want me to save that for last? I have that... Oh, the, yeah. our fan that wrote in it is kind of about fetch should i just really quickly read yeah it? let's get it now we got okay. a, a full season theory one of the that's come in since last week so hit us up yeah i totally i'm so sorry that i slipped last week but this is megan underscore s20 um so sweet she said hey i love your podcast this may seem a bit crazy but i've got some theories great we want to hear, hear them girl <laughs> let's hear them girl I think that Fez will get caught doing what he did in the last episode, but he gets caught by a bad police officer and trades in information about the whole Nate, Jules, Maddie, and Tyler situation to be released early, but he will still face charges. The police will hunt down Nate, but not in a cop show chase type thing. More about his relationship with the world and his dad will get shown. His dad will end up admitting to him and Nate murdering the little brother. So little bean. (laughs) <laughs> because that honestly Beans was murdered by nate and cal that's what Damn. megan thinks um because that honestly seems plausible and then the cops will go after jules but she'll still be in the city with anna and anna will leave her and she will be alone and will try and find rue but now rue feels betrayed by jules so they can't she can't trust her so rue will start using more hardcore drugs and will have an influence on gia i also think lexi will try and become closer to rule again rue again but Rue will push her away and will start to feel really down. Okay, this one I like. She says, Cassie, 
um, will try not to fall in love with any guy because, you know, she ends up risking her chances with the perfect guy. Meaning, like, she's wait, so independent. Yeah, that it, I read it wrong. Again. Cassie will not fall in love with any guy like she said she would and ends up risking her perfect chance with the perfect person. Oh, so like someone really good for Cassie comes along that she's like, no, I'm like... Too independent. Not doing the guy thing anymore, so she bails on like a a guy that's a good fit for her. Which I love. I I actually really like think that could be a thing. I could see that for sure. Um, McKay will come back. She's pretty scarred by now. Yeah, like after the abortion and everything, I could see her being kind of like, I'm in the single life. Yeah, I could see that. Um, McKay will... Will come back to try and get with Cassie, but will end up being really mean to her because of the whole rapey Halloween situation. I I don't know if she means the Daniel. Yeah, I think that's what she means. No, I think she means McKay. Like, is not in a good oh, place. To, like after that, yeah, he's yes. still like too angry and fucked up from that to like. Absolutely, get back this part's a little well, funny. So all sense. of that, I'm like right there for like yeah. Megan. I'm I on think the, same the, Cassie, page. the Cassie theories. I'm gonna go euphoric on those. Same. The rest of that, I don't know. Well, no, the last one, I'm gonna laugh. I, I do have to say. It's not euphoric and just laugh about it. She's like, Kat will try her best to keep up with Ethan, but will end up ruining it. I do think that. That's euphoric. But then the last thing Megan has to say is, but she will end uh, just an idea. Ethan and Lexi will get together. (laughs) Ooh, yeah, I don't know about that. But also so cute. She ended it with, okay, that's a lot. Just an idea. I love you guys and your podcast. Thank you, Megan. We love you. And thank oh, you so sweet. much for writing. Yeah, in. that's awesome. Like, super appreciate the, like, the theories there and the thought that went into that. And Yeah, that was like a there's essay. Some, there's some good-ass <laughs> theories in there. Like, I like what she has to say about Cassie a lot. I think those are all, like, super and plausible. And Cat. Cat will definitely um, ruin it. I also said. like that she thinks uh, Nate and Kyle killed beans. I don't, I don't think that at all, but I think it's funny. And yeah. I... I, mean, I like the, the we really. I mean, Nate and Kyle are fucking crazy, so nothing's really out of the question. No. I don't know. Maybe they killed beans. And like I said earlier, I do think the cat and Ethan thing is very accurate. I don't think Cat mm. is in a position to like really give her full self to Ethan. I think yet. they're gonna have a hard time. Yes. In, uh, season two. Yep. But anyways. Yeah. So speaking of cat, um, let's jump into our cat theories here. Meow. Um, most of them, um, most of them center on the creepy anonymous black screen camera that she talks to. Um, Makes sense. Which was obviously a creepy moment. As I've said in previous episodes, I think that interaction is going to go one of two ways: either that was the wake up call and she's done, or that's going to come back to really haunt her. Hmm. Um, I mean. Not like that's some genius thing. It's pretty obviously one of the two. But here we got all the theories about how that's going to come back to bite her. So this person thinks that they, this person, the camera, the creepy anonymous camera is going to figure out her identity and stalk her. Um, I think that could happen. Which is going to fuck things up with Ethan, which I think is pretty pretty valid. Yeah, especially, that's especially with the only thing we know is that it's a dark season. I could definitely see that being like a really creepy... Mm-hmm you know something else going on that's kind of scary yep but ethan what's funny about ethan is like ethan's not like the strong like you wouldn't throw ethan on like a criminal you know what i mean oh yeah sorry i don't really think he's gonna be one to be like involved in the plot he's smart though so that's true and i've gotta say brains are a little lacking in the euphoria crew yeah we could use somebody with half a brain agreed <laughs> in the, in no the mix i'm not here. dissing him. i'm just laughing yeah. that someone would even involve ethan with like a top-notch criminal oh, like it's I just know. not really like um so this is from one of our followers uh, at man shaba 52 um they think cat is going to be exposed at school by the creepy anonymous cam 
person uh, for being on the porn site and doing cam work and stuff, which mm-hmm. I would say is equally likely. Like that could be that could very much play into this person fucking up her so life. So she'll get in trouble or something. She'll be like just blasting it. So now it's like the whole school knows. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I can see that. I don't think that I. The only reason I'm like eh is because it's already kind of happened and the principal shut yeah. it down pretty quick. Principal Hayes told dick <laughs> we'll hear a little <laughs> bit about principal hayes here in a second but uh <laughs> so this person says the creepy anonymous camera is nate or cal because he said you're so beautiful like they do <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, i mean that's sorry, creative sorry. as fuck though it's it's uh creative <laughs> i guess but let's look at it this way nate and cal are a like both busy as fuck they have a lot of shit going on in their lives right they now do. Both of them are, like, not exactly straight. No, um, and they're not. They can't. So I have a really hard time seeing Nate or Cal diverging from all the crazy shit they're both involved with to, like, to now harass cam Kat. with Cat um, <laughs> without, like, any objective. Like, Cat is nothing to either of them. No. They don't gain anything no. by fucking with Cat. They're already um, so they're not deep in, Neither in of the them hole. are into Cat, no. so, like, They don't why? even talk to her. <laughs> yeah, there's... Yeah. This is... Just nonsense. This is not euphoric. No. Um, This is my one of my favorite theories of all. Um, The creepy anonymous camera is Aaron Jacobs. Um, This person said, but seriously, I think it's Nate's brother Aaron. Unlimited money, kind of creepy, convincing personality. I guess runs in the family. Um, And I was I was shocked, but a lot of people were like, "Oh yeah, this totally makes sense," and like people were like jumping on this theory as if this made any fucking sense in the world. This is the worst theory on this list possibly. It's It's fucking ludicrous. (laughs) He was on screen for maybe like twenty seconds. We know nothing about him. That's what I was saying. We know absolutely nothing about him. Well, we not only know nothing about him, but the very very little we do know, he's the coolest one in the fucking family. He's Mm -hmm. definitely not the one that's on the fucking dark dark web cam watching cat twerk in a possible motive to be on cam with cat. There There is none. It's insane. It's silly. It's, um, it's funny though i mean the the hey yeah it's fucking <laughs> i'm just sorry i'm like laughing trying to it's... i'm trying to formulate words to like even fight that theory but it's so I dumb know. that i can't find the words i know um this person just said cat continues her video freak show <laughs> this was on reddit too funny. right yeah okay anything that i don't say is from okay, one of our it, fans is just from reddit totally. or the internet Got it. Um, this one is a joke, but I thought this was very funny. They said Detective Bennett finds the guy who is video calling Cat, and it is the principal. Ah, I knew it. I told <laughs> principal you, Principal Hayes. Hayes. It's Principal Hayes all along. Principal Hayes is pissed that Cat um, put him in a position where he felt like he was in the wrong because she was like, "Are you fat shaming me?" And then he was put in the corner. So he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna." So he get goes her home back. and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna create God. an account and change yeah. my vo- get one of those voice changers." Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, this is such a bad. I mean, this is a joke, so it's okay. Yeah, that's but this funny. is like the kind of shit that shows up in like the really really bad teen like suburban drama shows. Where you can't have a side character without having them get involved in the main plot no. in some ludicrous way. The principal can't just be the principal. He has to also be like a fucked up yeah. killer or some shit, like, or a pedophile <laughs> or like a, a cam stalker. Like, it's that's so like stupid. the type of shit you see on and like Riverdale. 
Yeah, or Never like, know. what's the really, really bad one? Uh, oh, Pretty Little Liars. There's so many bad ones, yes. And there's no side character that can be on the show without some insane fucking ridiculous backstory. Yeah, those shows are so below Euphoria. It's so, like, you can't even Luckily, compare. this one was a joke, but... They say, like, uh, what, apples to oranges? Does, this stuff happens, you That's know? like apples to fucking shit, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we're really gonna get into the thick of the absurd theories here, because we're moving on to Lexi. Oh, God. Poor, poor Lexi. Like, she's such a great female, like, cute, like, I wouldn't even say side character, but she kind of is in season one. We don't Mm -hmm. get a lot of her backstory. She's totally a side character. And it's like, why do people have, I'll just let you continue, but oh, my God, the theories I've heard, even just from you telling me a little bit about your research, I just have to die. Like, So I'm going to preface this by saying two things. One, almost every single theory about Lexi makes me feel like that meme of that girl, like the confused girl who's just kind of like holding out her hand and her neck looks really long and she's just like, what? What? Like Every every single theory I read about Lexi makes me feel like that meme. Um, And here's the thing. All these theories, we have very, we see so little of Lexi in season one. Like we see very little of her and... People essentially have taken what's on screen and spun off every possible random thing. And anything you could say about Lexi based on what we see on screen could could, and most likely would be explained by her just being a regular teenager. But the internet has spun like every second that she's on screen out to its like wildest possible conclusion yeah. and been like, this means this. Like, this means this crazy thing. It's like, those are like technically possibilities, but we have zero evidence on screen to support any of them. We haven't even gotten an episode on our girl. So, without further ado, here we go. The big one, we all know, if, like, Lexi, what, Lexi is in love with Rue. Oh. Like, what'd you say? With Fezco, because that's no, what No, that's not the, like, big That's what Megan, theory. our user, That's wrote, an absurd, though. wild down the road theory. <laughs> okay. The big one is that Lexi is in love with Rue. Rexy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Any interact, like, like I said, any interaction we see between them in season one totally makes sense within the context of them just being normal friends. But somehow the internet has decided that she is lesbian and is completely in love with Rue and they're hooking up in season two. Yeah, I don't think they do a good enough job. Like, I don't know how to say this. I do I do understand why some fans think this because of that one fucking scene where they make out. But here's the thing. When you're young, you're curious, you're trying to figure your shit out. Like you said, that's such a normal teenage right. thing. Like, I made out with my friends yep. jokingly, and, like, you know, you experience it, and it's funny you do it again, or you're learning. It's, like, you know, to each their own, but yeah. it definitely doesn't mean they're, like, you know, in a romantic situation, and that Lexi all of a sudden... And they don't really... The other problem with all of this is that they don't show her sexuality at all, because we know nothing about right, her! Exactly. She's a side character! That's the problem, is we know close to nothing and what we do know can be interpreted in almost any way exactly and uh, the most logical explanation is that she's just a classic teenager yeah is it possible she's lesbian and is in love with her of course it is but it's that kind could of totally be played out in season two but we have no fucking idea this is based <laughs> on nothing yeah totally. so the next one is there's all these just like kind of vague things people say gay realization arc major lesbian awakening happening no here. no um so that's kind of all in that same world not in a bad way but i'm just like no like i don't really see it that's like not... possible but like no. very very i mean see, you say possible basically... i don't even really think so they haven't given us anything to like even imagine that that's, well, that's the thing story. we know nothing so technically anything is possible True. we know basically True. nothing about lexi so of course she could be lesbian 
Like, yeah, but we have be no a lot fucking clue. There's nothing that supports this theory. Um, this is so a lot of people also think Lexi is asexual, <laughs> and I have no idea why. I can't find a shred of evidence no. or a thing that anyone no. has ever pointed to to be like, oh, that's why. This um, is what I don't like about some of these theories is it's like, it's cool to be creative. And even if they're funny, I just want something to back it up. That's why some of our right. like fans that have reached out, I'm not even so much being easy on them. I'm more just like, okay, like this connects to this. Right. So that I could see. Yeah, yeah. Look, there's, there's <laughs> theories which are based on things. And then there's just, just wild, just saying anything, yes. <laughs> like just wildly throwing <laughs> some shit out there. Exactly. So and a great example of just throwing some shit out there. Lexi is an asexual lesbian, so she's romantically in love with Rue or women, but has no interest in, in sex. sex. <laughs> so you know, wow, based on the suck. based on what we've seen of Lexi in season one, I'm getting heavy asexual lesbian vibes from her. Uh, yeah, that hurts no. my head. Sorry, sweaty. Ugh, that's, big uh, big no from that's that just, one. Yeah, um, no. here's another that's not one. euphoric. Nate's date from the prom in the last episode, whose name is Natalie, is a lesbian, and she and Lexi hook up on prom night. <laughs> so, yeah, somehow from their, them being on the same screen at the same time for probably about 10 seconds when that girl's sitting at the table, yeah, this person's like, bam. Bam, they're hooking Love up. Love connection. She's lesbian, even though she's at the date with Nate, the dance with Nate, and it's crying because Lexi Nate left her. Is definitely lesbian, and they're gonna hook up right there. Prom night done. Prom night, yeah. Um, no, that is so stupid. Here's another. Here's another one. Lexi is on the autism spectrum. <laughs> what? Why? Not like once again, like just so out of the fucking blue. Like there's yeah. nothing to support. People are that. like, oh, she's kind of awkward. It's like, well, that can that very can be many you could things. Look at that and say, yeah, she's just a teenager. She's a little awkward. Or you could say she's definitely autistic. Yeah, that like, is so dumb. Yeah, I, it's possible, but it's probably the no, least likely it's explanation. It's not possible. It's not. This is so dumb. Like, no, I'm sorry. It's I'm gonna be the one ludicrous. to say it. That is not a thing. Like, um, do your research. That's just not a thing. And also, ludicrous. we've what have we said from the beginning? Euphoria is a show. I always take so much pride in telling my friends this, because Alex knows this. I like a lot of trash TV, like jokingly. Like, I like reality. I like like even when you mentioned Pretty Little Liars, I'm like, I watched the fucking shit out of that show, but it's awful. I always admit when a show's mm-hmm. not good. Mm-hmm. Euphoria is not one of those shows, so I take pride in that. They don't just throw characters around and go, you know what? Next season, Lexi, autistic. Yeah. Hey, like, you know Lexi? Yeah, she's autistic She's going to come out autistic, and yeah. then she's also... going to be diabetic, and then so-and-so is <laughs> going to be a lesbian, and they're going to fall in love with Principal Hayes. It's just like, no, this is not that kind of show. It's more well thought Principal out. Principal Hayes, who's also an asexual lesbian. Well, it's more realistic. It's like those it things, is... like you said, it's like life. Uh, those things exist in the world, but like they don't need to exist in every fucking show. Like They can tell a real story and just have it be a story. It doesn't have to be a political agenda where they're like let's fit in every disease oh yeah sexual orientation that we can fit into a show which yeah. a lot of shows fuck up and euphoria there's some doesn't. more there's Rant some over. more of that later but like <laughs> the gist of it is like these are all great stories that need to be told but there is a difference between finding the stories that are right that fit into the so story the you're telling that makes sense that you can tell accurately 
And then there's shows that feel like they just like rummage around in the grab bag of social issues and throw fucking anything they can come up with at the wall and just be like, yeah, now we've got this. Now we got this fucking yeah, now thing. Now she's a team now mom. It's this. like, oh my yeah, God. It's like, okay, does it, does any of that make sense with the no. story you're telling? Does it contribute? Can you tell like valid stories there? No. So, and I think you agree with me on that. We get the a few fact more that before it doesn't do. Yeah, that. I don't think so. And we get no. a few more of those later. So get ready. Oh um, God. Here's our last Lexi theory. Lexi dates McKay. I don't think we need to say anything else No, about I think you can just move on. That's so dumb. Um, also, but the only thing I will say is it is really cute when McKay knows her costume and, like, gives her a little, yes. like, but oh, damn, girl. Not yeah, in a romantic right. way. I'm no, just saying that's a cute romantic moment. Interest so thing, maybe there'll but... be one thing. Oh, okay. One prediction that would make more sense to say rather than being in love. Why don't you just say... They, they hang out. Maybe they'll become homies. See, that would make sense. Maybe they'll go to a dive bar together and like get fucked up and he'll give her advice on like how to get guys because he's more suave. That would make sense, but okay. no, they're going to date Paige. <laughs> no. Um, all right, so now we're on to Cassie. We just have a few for her. Uh, this person thinks Cassie will find God, which sounds fucking ludicrous on the surface, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say... I find this one slightly plausible. I think if there was any character in Euphoria that was going to take the religious Become like route, a Bible thumper? It's Cassie. I think she's well positioned. She's had the abortion. She's had like the rough upbringing, but she's a good girl at heart and she doesn't enjoy that lifestyle. I think she would be the one to find, to find like comfort and stability in like a christian like environment and get really into being really christy i do like, see that but I i'm also like it. poor sydney sweeney wouldn't that suck to read your table read and you go from being this hot yes, like awesome badass bitch totally to would. like a jesus humper i could see Ooh. it i could see her being like a born again virgin she's like i'm like oh, i'm wiping the, the abortion clean <laughs> i'm wiping all this clean i'm gonna save myself for marriage now maybe like, it gets a purity ring so weirdly i could see i it. can see this one. i can too and you know what that would make sense because cass or sydney sweeney was like i don't know what the fuck is happening with cassie like it's so outlandish to me yeah wow i think that is I don't okay. think it's likely, no. but I definitely find this reasonable. Yeah. Um, this person says, I think Cassie will either be straight edge, like kind of like we said, or she's the next to get hooked on opioids. No. I think it's actually, you're right. I think it is more likely that she'd be straight edge or like a Jesus humper than it would be for her to be a drug addict. And I also don't like overall the umbrella arc of everyone just deciding that a character is a addict just because rue is it's like dude you don't just wake up one day right. and go i'm an addict like you and obviously her dad sure, but... is but she has shown zero tendencies exactly. to that thus yeah. far and i don't really see it happening no so well it's not all right now we're on to maddie okay this person maddie thinks Perez. maddie will attempt to use the video against Nate and fail immediately and have it turn back on her. She is way too stupid and selfish to actually manage to do something good or useful, which mm. is one of my other favorite theories because it's so accurate about Maddie. Like, yeah. I think <laughs> this um, is very possible that she does try to use the video against them, but she's too dumb to pull it off. On that note, I actually meant to tell you this earlier. One of our followers, I think it's like Euphoria Confessions, someone, they like essentially write in what they think about characters and then mm -hmm. that person like puts it on their story. Yeah. Um, they put, 
Someone wrote into Euphoria Confessions and said, everyone is so obsessed with Maddie and her outfits and her makeup, but no one ever says she's just a shitty person. And mm-hmm. I thought, was that you that wrote that? <laughs> it wasn't, but it could have been. <laughs> but I thought it was funny because I've actually, I was kind of like in my head, like touche, because literally no one ever actually says that. Everyone mm-hmm. just stands Maddie like really hard. And they're yep. right. It is because of her. She is the most like glamorous and like fun. I yeah. would say, mm-hmm. you know, yep. but anyways, I just thought that was funny. It made me yeah, think of you and I was funny. like, was that Alex? That is really funny. <laughs> I, 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 like, I like this theory because it's like pretty realistic. Like, I feel like if this was all real, that's what would happen. I think because it's a show, she might try to use it against them, but I think she'll have some degree of success. But I feel like if this were the real world, her character would try this and would just fuck it up because she'd be too stupid. Oh my God. Um, so I actually really like that theory. Um, this theory is that Maddie blackmails Cal and then Nate kills her. Maddie blackmails Cal. With the tape, you know, and like, who hey, kills her? Nate. That would really suck because that would mean that Alexa Demi would die, spoiler alert, would die in two A24 films. Two mm. A24 productions. Mm. Wow, spoiler alert. For I mean, it's not spoiler alert, so, yeah, yeah. For, you know. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think... It's you don't little, think she might die of any I of the characters? I think it's a little ludicrous, but it's pl- it's plausible. Also, excuse me. Nate has my, shown uh, that he'll go to some. Oh yeah. Excuse me, opening my salter. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. Oof, and it's spiked. So don't worry, kids. This is not lacrosse. Le- <laughs> or what does Maddie call it? Speaking of Maddie, um, she calls it a lacrosse. Uh, it's a lacroix, but she calls it a lacrosse. I don't really know how it's actually pronounced, but everyone just says Everyone LaCroix, says LaCroix, so though. But anyway, you know, cherry rolling papers and a LaCroix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. So we got another one that says Maddie blackmails Cal with the CD for money, then takes her girls out for a treat. Cat is proud of Maddie's descent into bankrupting men. <laughs> so Maddie is just like, give me a bunch of money and this is cool. And then she just takes everybody out to celebrate the money. That actually is a great theory. I that's, mean, it's kind of silly, but that's something Maddie would do, though. It's pretty funny, but yeah. Um, Can't you see her doing that? Blackmailing mm-hmm. him for money? I could absolutely see that. Yeah. Especially because she wants to be, get out of her parents. That would kind of be the better way to go about this. Because if she, if it was just a one and done payoff... Cal would probably do it to keep everything hush-hush, and she wouldn't be getting super involved in some big conspiracy. Just a quick one and done, 100 grand, videos burned. Not Uh a bad deal for everyone I love that she's, like, taking her girls out on this, like, treat. And Cat is proud of her descent into (laughs) bankrupting men. (laughs) What a sense. Well, yeah, because then maybe Maddie and Cat will, like, come together and, like, bond over, like... They'll be financial dominatrixes together. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I see it. I see it in the future. Uh, All right, here's another one. (laughs) Maddie grows into the woman she's supposed to be with her self-esteem growing exponentially. Um, like what woman is she supposed to be and what is causing her self-esteem to grow exponentially yeah, also um, like yeah that's right. just that's yeah. so dumb it also sounds like first of all I always laugh when anyone calls someone that young of age a woman like she's literally a teenage girl yeah. in a high school show uh-huh. she's not some woman who's she's like, like 17 or 18 yeah she's like, not even a senior yet right or yeah. she is I don't know who cares um, still too young to be called a woman one of our followers at Maria Constein thinks we're gonna get a new love interest for Maddie I absolutely agree I agree and I think we'll uh, we'll see I a little I hope it's down, the roller rink guy we'll see a little down the line who, the, who I think the new love interest will be um, and our last theory for Maddie is that she helps Tyler 
which I find pretty unlikely. I think she's way too shitty to do anything altruistic, like yeah. helping poor Tyler. But poor she is in a, fucked. She is in a position to help Tyler having the tape. So is Jules, though. Jules, Jules doesn't could... have the tape, though. No, but I'm saying Jules could also help Tyler. I think Jules yeah, is more Jules likely. Can, Jules can redact her confession, which yeah. seems a little more likely. It does. Um, yeah, Maddie's not helping anybody out but herself. I don't think so. No. Um, and for our last character, we got Gia, and there's only one theory about her, which is that she's going to rebel and become a drug addict. Which I know, that is repeated. It's from our user uh, at mo- underscore dot molika <laughs> dot underscore. Um, yeah, I don't find that one very likely. She's I don't either, but to be no fair to our yet. fan who wrote this, every fucking fan out there thinks this. And I, yeah, I, I, here's the thing. I think Gia will be emotionally really fucked up from all of this, but that doesn't mean she's going to be a drug addict. And right. she also has seen, I think when you're in that situation, I've always said, who is Gia's character? She is literally, if none of you all have seen Waves, she is literally the sister that kind of goes through mm. that of having like an older sibling that's kind of fucking up and mm-hmm. like doing bad shit. Yeah. I feel like you don't, you don't, it's very uncommon in real life for that to be a case of that younger sibling going down just a dark jumping path. on the bandwagon. No, because you yeah. just you see it all play Agreed. out. You see what happens. Yep. You almost get a precursor. It's like, oh, okay, I should not do this. this yeah, this. I feel like more often than not, realistic family dynamics are that the younger sibling in that situation ends up being so responsible for the family all the time that they become like they mature. Too they mature early. faster. Like they're the ones that had to grow up too fast to take care of their older like fuck up sibling yeah. and their mom and their all their crazy shit. And those are usually the people that are like, fuck no, like none of that for me. No, thank you. I am really excited, though, not because I think there's going to be like all these fans think everything has to be so dramatic. I'm not excited because I think there's going to be all these, you know, amazing things about Gia we don't already know. I'm excited to see her because I do think it's important to show those roles. The effects on those people. Yes. Yeah. Because you and I both have people in our lives that have been affected by that. I mean, mm-hmm. that are really close to us. So I yep. think it's an interesting story to tell that's very real and true to life. So no, yeah. I do not think, think Gia's we'll... going to become an addict and right. like go to rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we'll <laughs> see more of that because Gia's going to get her own episode, as we heard. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of also, low-key, I hope that she's like smoking weed and like chilling out. She deserves it. She has it. been so far. Her and uh, Roy are smoking but the But I'm dudes, always the opposite man. of most people. I'm like the advocate. I'm like, you know what? Just because her sister's an addict doesn't mean she can't enjoy life. Doesn't mean she can't have a healthy relationship relationship with alcohol and drugs exactly um all right so that's it for gia all that's left as far as characters go are the question of who else is getting their own episode um people here's what we got people think daniel ethan bb and natalie nate's prom date are getting their own episodes um what do you make of those that that foursome so as much as i love bb no no, she's I not. agree. BB is not. She's a great There's character. There's no fucking way Natalie is getting her own. BB wasn't even invited to prom. No. So like, BB no. and Natalie are hard nose. Daniel and Ethan, no. possible. Uh, the only reason I say no is because I don't really think Daniel is a part of the clan at all. He's like a very like. We already he's know what we need to know. He's intertwined enough with the cast though, that he could be a big part of season two if they wanted him to be. Sure. but He I, could be dropped, but he could be there. Sure. But I think it's very clear he doesn't have any emotional ties to anybody, meaning like he, sure, he 
yelled at Cassie and was a huge dick, but then he went and fucked Kat. So he's not, like, attached to anybody. That's what I mean. Like, I think the doors have all closed. Like, there's nothing to go back to. It's like, sure, Cassie and him, like, have this yeah. little thing, but I don't think he has any, like, motive to, like, bring that back up or resurface it because he doesn't like Cassie. Yeah, he said, we'll you're see. boring and you're a piece of shit. All I, mean I is that they, all I mean is they gave him enough screen time and story in season one that if they wanted, he could be, he's set up to be a part of season two totally. if they want him there. And if he is, I could see him getting his own episode. Um, I think the same about Ethan. I think it's kind of, I could definitely I could see, see more us Ethan getting an Ethan episode. Yeah, I agree. I think Ethan is most likely. Daniel second. BB and Natalie, no fucking No way. Name. And also, just one more note. I think, too, we have to remember that a lot of these side characters in season one, even though they didn't have an episode, you do learn a lot about them. So maybe mm-hmm. we'll just get more about Daniel and Ethan without them having like, yeah, their own episode. Is, that's very possible. All right. So that's it for our characters. So let's talk about new characters. So... We got five roles that we know that they were casting for yes. for Euphoria season two. So I'm just gonna list them off. Let's quickly. go through them and let's see what we think about them. We got Darian, seventeen, any ethnicity, an outsider, sensitive, vulnerable, mischievous, definitely not the cool kid at school, but one of the more interesting kids. Could struggle with addiction. Interesting. So- to me, this screams a Rue or Jules love interest. I think. All the characters on the show have kind of like two types as far as love interests go. And I think this is like the Rue, Jules, Cat. They're kind of like a type. They have a type yeah, and I think yeah. this is their type. Really? Yeah. Or I was thinking just as you read that, because I haven't thought about this, by the way, until Alex is just not reading it out loud. I think maybe it could be a friend to take the place of Jules while Jules mm-hmm. is off in the city during the summer. I think yep. Rue could co- become close with someone mm-hmm. that kind of almost doesn't like, have to be a love. Not like replaces her, but it's just kind of like a homie, like been yeah. through the same shit. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. Um, all right, so next we got Ray, seventeen. Any ethnicity? Oh, they gave it a name. Uh, yeah, they all have names. Oh. The last one was Darian. This is Ray. Darian, attractive Ray. with an edge, working class, pure heart, scrappy but a fighter. Not verbose or educated, but has all the words he needs. Attractive in a real and accessible way. Might be going nowhere in life, but has a smile so genuine, it's not depressing. So this could be the perfect boy for Cassie, and she rejects him. To me, this screams a Cassie or Maddie. Maddie. I was going to say Maddie. This is very, this is like their type. This is the other type. I think Cassie and Maddie are into like more traditional, like macho, masculine men, like, and this could be an interest for them. Um, so I... It definitely sounds like I an interest more than a homie that's going to hang out with everybody. No, this this feels like a Cassie a or Maddie love interest for me. It I, almost feels a little more like a Maddie love interest to me after Nate having someone um, that's kind of like outside of like mm-hmm. society a little bit, more like working class, but is really good to her. Yeah. Um, and also this person could be kind of like... I could see this person being kind of like in a good way yeah or popular i think or, she could be into that or because she's so egotistical he could also be popular for some reason but is a different type of popular like the nice kind you know what i mean like not a popular kid like a jock but he might be like well known because it says what what did it say about a smile he has an authentic like it said might be going nowhere in life but has a smile so genuine it's not depressing Hmm, interesting. I don't know. My thought always goes to Maddie is so full of ego that I can't imagine her just liking someone for liking them. I feel like they have to have some kind of incentive, which I don't, I hate to say that because I love Maddie, but like, I think that, 
So I don't know. A part of me thinks maybe he is the new kid in school and he's kind of nerdy, but like he has a lot of attention on him. So uh, she's trying. To, like, I don't know. This doesn't scream nerdy at all or popular to me. This is like the outsider. That's true. This working is like class the outsider. Working class, the pogue, like, if you will. <laughs> pure heart, scrappy but a fighter. Like this isn't like the popular uh, kid. This is like uh, I think this is like the new kid in school okay. who's like. No one really well, gives him much said, attention, but he, but not the cool new kid. Uh, this is like the like outsider new kid, but he's cool. hot and he's like kind of cool. Like, I'm saying anyone that's new is kind of a hot commodity, no matter what. No, I don't know. I've been new, and I sure as shit wasn't a hot commodity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, yeah. Um, I mean, they're all, all good. Right. Whatever. Good character. So, I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to know. Next, we got Amy, eighteen to twenties, drug addict stripper hates her boyfriend talks shit can't read a room has a big mouth can Love make this. a bad situation worse is i can't this, wait for this is this bb 2.0 i think so um i don't know <laughs> i think this is someone Rue will meet i think Rue will have to go to rehab after overdosing meaning like i don't think they're gonna show yeah, us yeah. the whole journey Yep. I think if anything, it'll open. If it was my ideal, one of my predictions is it'll obviously be summertime. So in my head, I'm thinking while everyone else has been carrying on with life, Ruse had to take a step back and go back to rehab and maybe she meets someone and we don't get the whole story, but we get her coming out with this girl who may be like ratchet and funny and they're like homies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think some, she's a love I have interest. some theories that I'll get into later about how this, this character might fit in. Um, so next we got Serena, 50s, Caucasian, sassy and tough, a real character, the kind of woman who partied her whole life and attended every White Snake concert, and now she has several different hustles just to make a living. What's a White Snake concert? White Snake's a band, a hair metal band from the 80s. Oh, interesting. So you were um, saying you thought this was a detective, right? No, no, no. I don't think the White Snake concert, who oh. has to work several different hustles <laughs> to make a living, is also a detective. All right, all right. The drink is hitting me. No. It's like, you know, we're almost wrapped um, up here and the drinks are hitting. Yeah, I have some theories about this collectively as well that I'll talk about in a second. Um, okay. I have no, to just so you know, for me, I have nothing to say about that. I'm all also right. a little tipsy, but I really don't know what I would even guess who yeah. that was. So last we got Lita, female, 40s, any ethnicity, a foster mom with bills to pay. Seems like an average regular person, but can be a ruthless businesswoman if you cross her. Um, and this is who I get detective vibes from. Like, hmm. I think... Wouldn't spoiler- they say in the description, though, like detective, so that they get someone that's played those roles before? I don't know. I don't hmm. know. We'll see. But I get detective also, vibes for this role. Summarizing all that though, I feel like none of those characters link together at all, really. Right. Other than like the two that are addicts, maybe they're like friends. I don't know. But like, it's it's only strange because I'm like I don't know what the fuck to think of all this. We'll see. Yeah, I, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, so after that, we just have theories about potential new characters. Okay. Not this is just bullshit that people think is gonna show up in season two. Uh, one person thinks Roddy Rich and G Erbo are in season two. Um, I find I found zero evidence that this is true. Why is that a so thing? So that's Why? absolute bullshit. Isn't he the guy that's in the box? Yeah. Um, so one person says, "I really <laughs> want to see a character who has a helicopter mom." <laughs> um, what? Why? Why? But, that's so boring. But I will say, that is an archetype that fits very well with this show that we haven't seen. We've seen the, yeah, like the, the, la- we've seen the, the offbeat drunk mom. We've seen the attentive single dad. We've seen the, like, hassled, like, single mom. We to haven't fair, seen a helicopter mom, Rue, and I could see Rue it. and Jules are the only ones that really come from parents that pay attention. Yeah. 
Like Lassie's well, mom is cool. There's but a couple others that but pay But she's kind of letting her daughter do some yeah, things I Kat's, wouldn't let my Kat's daughter do. Kat's mom pays kind of attention. She sees her taking That's feed true. pics and doesn't do anything uh, about Kat's it, which mom's is a little good mom. Sauce, but... No, she's a good mom. Um, okay, so this next person thinks, I really want them to explore eating disorders. I don't know which character would be more prone to have no. one. Or maybe they'll introduce someone new. But I think the show could absolutely portray it in a refreshing and thoughtful way. Nope. This, uh, is, this goes back to what we said earlier. We're yeah. not just throwing in social issues and mental... We're not going to reach mental... in the grab bag and just no. rummage around for a social no. issue and throw Dumb. it at the wall. Sorry. Um, I mean, sad that, like, someone... Meaning, there's a show out there for you, but it's yeah. not Euphoria. And we don't need to say this again, but the next three points are all from the same grab bag. So next we got, I'd love to see them add a first-generation American student. Uh, and then after that, we have, I really want a femme gay boy to join the school and pique Nate's interest. Um, no, don't. And then after that, we got, I feel like someone has to have a near-death experience at some point. Not through overdose, but through something like a car accident or a shooting, etc. Good lord. So, and you know what's now, now we're even out of the grab bag of, like, social issues to where we're including, like... A uh, near-death experience. Why not? Why Fucking not? Throw it, in the, throw it in there. But you know what's sad? <laughs> you know what sucks? Is like, that's what every show does. I so, know. To be fair, these fans that are reaching out and saying this, it's because they're they're relating these ideas to what they know, which is every show oh, has to have God. some kind of mass shooting or awful thing at the end. It's like... Every show has to have a first-generation American student. <laughs> at least one eating disorder. We gotta have a uh, femme gay boy. But make sure we, we also throw in the lesbian who's autistic. Let's not forget the lesbian. Don't forget the autistic Let's, asexual Oh, you know what? Lesbian. I would really love to see someone with diabetes. It's like, just shut <laughs> Yeah, where's the diabetes so storyline? We need diabetes. <laughs> this is just too much. Like... Here's the thing. God damn. And I'll end it with this. Oh, I do love... <laughs> I love nothing more than a story that's real. But it's so silly. It's like, we don't need to have all these things in one story. It's just, it's, ugh, I can't emphasize more. I'm on a soapbox, but like, that is something I really hate about, I don't know what you would say, our culture or our, our millennial, like, uh, I don't yeah. even know what I'm saying. It's like this idea that like, we have to always tell every single story and if it's not told it's not okay it's like there has to be a lesbian there has to be someone who's trans there has to be someone with diabetes it's like no there doesn't have to be yeah exactly every story is different and guess what this is about sam levinson's life and his addiction and the people around him during that time Mm -hmm. this is not about every fucking social issue there is in the world so like let's just calm down and let's just stick to the story. Yeah, we're in like a, a weird time where if a show is progressive in some way, there's like this weird pressure from yes. just general the general population for that show to be progressive in every possible way. And it's like Euphoria is very progressive in lots of ways, but Super that doesn't mean that they need to go in on every single possible thing or that all those things make any sense with the story they're trying to tell. Well, and you know what? Like, I've just always... because this is a story... With a trans character doesn't mean it has to be a story about a character with an eating disorder. Well, what have and I like, always said? If that said? makes sense, it's not bad, but it doesn't mean you just throw it on no. there. No, and what have I always said? I mean, I really value that, actually. I've always said I've wanted to talk to someone that's gone through something kind of like Jules character. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's one of the first shows, and you can think of something. If you think of something, let me know. But it's one of the very first shows I've ever seen in my lifetime of a character 
who is transgender, but that is not, it does not define who they are. We don't, there's no drama surrounding it. It's like, we know Jules for Jules. Mm -hmm. We know that she's trans and she's going through this journey, but that is not what defines her. We know so much about her and that's so cool. I hate these shows where it's like, that's their label and that's that. And that's all we're going to talk about. Yeah. And Euphoria does such a good job of making it a normal story because guess what? Yep. <laughs> People who are transgender have normal lives. They don't go around right. like yeah. only talking about that. Does that make sense? Like yeah. there's layers. Like and they at have the end, real... I think it's because stories like that come off very heavy handed and very ham fisted yes. and it makes it feel I'm like I'm not saying you should glide past it, but right. I'm saying Euphoria does such a good job it of makes not it making feel like that the that center character of attention. And that story are almost like a like a sideshow where yeah. it's like everybody come look, we're telling this dramatic ass story about this character, as opposed to like we're telling a great well thought out, interesting narrative based on this character who's Who having this issue. And these issues are part of their story, but it's not like, hey, everybody, look, we made a show about a trans person, which is what a lot of these like really shitty like ABC family type shows feel yes. like they're doing. It's like, everybody, look, we got a show about eating disorders now. We got a show about teen moms. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's like just you so want you want to go deeper, and Euphoria goes yeah. really deep, in my opinion, and I love it. It's so beautiful, and that's why, like, even though we laugh and joke, I'm also like, but no, like Euphoria does it so well. So yeah, it is funny when people are like, "Can we please throw in an eating disorder?" It's like, fuck right. off. Like, and also, so good as it is, and like... we can acknowledge <laughs> that like it's better to have shitty, ham-fisted, like over stupid stories about those people than have them not represented at all. Exactly. So like. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I, I, it's not even I guess. I see the value in those shows existing, but that's not what Euphoria is. It's clearly, like... It's a different type a of narrative. A little more of a nuanced narrative than, like, hey, here's our gay show. Like, well, and, and it's also, great that those exist, because yes. we gotta... You gotta move things forward, and the part of that is that you have really shitty, stupid, ham-fisted shows, but there's no nuance there. It's no. not subtle. I've made Alex it's watch a lot of shows with generally me. generally pretty bad. Alex is a trooper. He will watch any show with me, and I think this is the first show I made you watch where you agreed with me that that was not the case with this one. You don't watch this and go, oh god, of course there's this storyline. It's like, mm-hmm. it all makes sense. Everyone has a purpose. The narrative flows. There's no weird, like... Yeah. You know, they're not going, oh, guess what? Season two, Lexi is on the autistic spectrum. Like, that's not a thing. It's just, it flows. It's beautiful. Yep. Also, I'll say this. You can only juggle so many fucking storylines. And Euphoria has a lot of storylines. Like, they, they (laughs) they pushed it a little bit. But, like, we got... Online financial domination cam girls with pay pigs. We got abortion. We got trans. We got lesbian. Honestly, we got rape. We have guy on guy rape. We've got video sex tapes. Like we've got blackmail. We've got exactly a lot of shit in Euphoria. They've got a big bag. They have put enough pieces (laughs) on the table to juggle. We don't need to throw more shit into the no. We can move on. Outside is not really strong. No, I will say though. The reason we got on this rant, I realized we're like, oh man, we've been talking about this for 10 minutes, but it's because you and I are very similar. We're like, we we don't like when this shit happens because we grew up in, well, we both lived in Portland for five years, a place where like a lot of times this is the case where everyone feels like every story has to be told. And if it's not, it's offensive. It's like, there has to be every issue involved. And I'm kind of like... Pieces of art that are progressive are instantly expected to start including or like covering like all progressive issues 
which you is have like, to take it one step at a time. Yeah, it's and honestly, it's you can't. How can you cover any social, political, anything, any type of issue? How can you really dig deep and like make it beautiful if you're trying to tackle like twelve to fifteen issues of instead course. of looking at one? But anyways. and where do you draw the line? I mean, the diabetes exactly. thing is funny because it's like, all right, <laughs> say we get the eating disorder, we get the first generation American student, we get the femme gay boy, like. Now what do you, now what does everyone want? Now we're on to like we want diabetes representation. Oh. Like after that, what do we want? Do we I know. want like garbage man representation? I don't know. Like I don't someone know. who's a janitor? I and mean like, it's like it's never gonna be enough. So it's about trying to tell like, like a well told I have crabs. Let me tell my story, like great <laughs> story, but you gotta like you gotta manage your focus. You can't yes. just include everything. Pick no. your battles. Pick your stories and, and tell quality, good, well-thought-out stories with real, developed, realistic characters yes. within those, like, storylines. And that's, like, Men. effective Cheers storytelling. Cheers to that, Alex. Cheers to that. Cheers. Also, yeah, I, I'm not even going to go because we could keep talking and talking, but I will just say I'll end it with Sam Levinson did a beautiful job with this narrative and did not at all stray away from... You know, the the ups and downs of addiction. I know that that was the focus of this. It's very clear, and I appreciate that. And sure, like you said, there's still a big bag in euphoria of other issues, but they all link together and make Mm -hmm. this beautiful story. They tell a coherent, well-told, well-developed story. (laughs) All right. Moving on. That was like our first time going That was a rant. That was a rant. Sorry. All right. Here we go. This is the end. (laughs) The drinks are hidden. All that's left is we're just going to talk about our theories. Our personal theories, right? We don't have many, but here's what I got. Yeah. Just our personal theories for season two. season two theories. I kept these brief, and here's what we got. I think theory one, I think they're going to try to redeem Nate. I think this is very much going to happen. We saw enough seeds of it in season one. I think season two is going to try to redeem Nate to make us feel more empathy for him and to make him a character that's not an awful piece of shit, which I am not here for. I'm going to be pissed if this happens. I said it while I was watching Euphoria for the first time. I was like, God damn it. In season two, they are going to redeem this character. And it's going to be like yeah. what you talked about, where it's like season, where it's uh, like 13 reasons, 13's why. reason why. You can't feed us this line that this character is an absolute goddamn piece of shit in every possible way. And then like make them empathetic and redeem them yeah, in like a couple episodes. And I have a pretty serious fear slash feeling that this is what they're going to try to do. That's all. Um, next theory. I think this, I think the scope for season two <laughs> Is going <laughs> to just yeah, sorry, we're laughing. Really <laughs> um, so I think in season two, we're gonna see the scope expand from like high school kids to this College? being a show. No, oh. this is gonna be, I think this is gonna be a show about their like small town. Um, and I think that's where these new characters fit in. I think we're gonna move a little bit into like a seedy underbelly of the suburbs slash like criminal element of this town vibe Mm. um which they kind of set up a little bit with fezco as a character and i think that that makes a lot of sense with our new characters amy and serena the drug addict stripper um and the caucasian like white snake hustler woman who's partied her whole life like these are to me these are street characters these are people living outside the norms of society. They're involved probably lightly to moderately in crime. Like, and maybe drugs, like maybe Fezco's working with this seedy 
50-year-old. You don't know. I don't know. I think Fezco and his storyline is going to be our introduction into the wider world of, like, the criminal underbelly of this small town. That's a good prediction. And characters like this, like these characters, these older people that are still kind of in the crime world, lead me to believe that that's how they're going to be getting pulled in, and that's kind of the direction some of our main characters are going to get caught up and going. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. I'm sorry. This is really off topic, but... I thought one of the characters was supposed to be in the Cowboy Bebop. Did we miss that one? Um, I think they are, but it might have been like a different character description. I think that's that's that person, Darian. I okay. think they're supposed to be in the... One like... of them is in an anime. Into... Yeah. I okay, think I just wanted Darian. to double check. Sorry. I'm just thinking future for my predictions. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They did... There were, I think there were different character descriptions released for these characters. I'm pretty sure that relates to Also, Darian. Alex is making me watch Cowboy Bebop, yes. and the first episode was really good. Maybe we'll watch the second one tonight. Who knows? We should. Put, please put all the pressure on Paige to watch Cowboy Bebop <laughs> or any other anime, because I am struggling to get her into anime I'm even trying. a little bit. And it is a, I've been trying for okay, months. It's I'll hard. I'll work on it. If our fans want me to, I will. Tell her. Put the pressure on um, and here's my last theory, which is just that there will be a, lar- a large portion of season two will focus on, like, the police investigation. Um, yeah. I think they set up enough criminal shit going on in season one that they can't really avoid it at this point. And we're going to have to get a bunch of police investigation shit in season two. I think that's where this Lita character, that's why I'm like, maybe this is a detective. This sounds Got like the tough, the tough lady cop they have, like, looking into this shit. Um I'm not really a big fan of this theory. I think it's pretty, I think it's very likely, but I don't like it because I feel like Euphoria is at its weakest when it's doing like legal bullshit, like Nate's threats and the cops and all these, Nate getting all these people to go to the cops. Like none of that really made much sense or checked out. So I hope they don't go in this direction, but I think they're going to, and I'm a little worried about it because they don't, this is not like a, this isn't a legal procedural or a cop show. This isn't law and order. Like Euphoria thrives on like teen drama and teen drama does not have to involve like lengthy police investigations into like local pedophiles and like blackmail schemes and all this. Like I think this could be a weak point. We'll see. Maybe they'll do a great job with it. Maybe that won't be in there at all, but those are my theories. Those are great. I actually don't have anything really to combat with that. Mine are kind of all over the place. And honestly, I didn't even write them down. I'm just going to wing it. So here I go. I think Rue, it will start out with obviously, in my head, Rue coming out of some sort of rehab. I think obviously this is a huge deal to her family. And I think that is why Gia will have an episode. I think we're really going to get more on Rue's family. I know we've already got like quite a bit, but I think there's a lot more to be told. So I think we will get more on that. I think she'll come out of rehab with a new friend, which I only thought of this because once you read the cast, I was like, oh yeah, I think she's definitely going to come out with a new buddy. And I think that's a good plot line because I think, I don't agree with all these fans. I think Rue and Jules will just be like head to head, like piss at each other and we'll be like dating new people and yada yada. I don't think it's going to be that dramatic. I honestly think she's going to come out And I think her and Jules will be okay. Like, I think they'll come to an understanding. They both have always been very mature in their relationship, even when things get really bad. Mm -hmm. So I think they're going to be okay, but I think there's going to be tension, and I think they're both going to have different people in their lives that might add to that tension, if it's romantic or not. Because when you're in a friendship, you get jealous of other friends, right? So that's what I see. I don't really see a romance, like, love triangle. I see more of Rue's met someone in rehab, and Jules is jealous. 
Or this is where Lexi could come in in a better way, and yeah. Rue and Lexi are just clo- closest friends Closer at friends. this point. Yeah. I think it'll be more of a, a friendship battle than it will be like romance. I don't know why. That's yeah. just what I get. All right. I think I'm, I'm here for Maddie, for some reason, I have a feeling, as much as I love her, I think she's going to fuck up. I think she's going to watch the tape and talk to Nate before she talks to somebody else, which is bad because Nate will somehow manipulate oh, yeah. her into not releasing the CD. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. That's my Maddie. I, I won't go too much deeper into that. Cassie, I'm honestly at a loss. I have no idea. I love your idea of her becoming like a Bible thumper. I mean, not my idea. Or some, a some fan's internet, idea. Some internet character's idea, but I liked it. Yeah, know? I think that's funny. It's out there. I, other than that, I've racked my brain. I can't think of anything. Um, yeah. I don't think she'll be with McKay. I think she's kind Agreed. of like refreshed. I think she'll always love mckay and like a i you yeah, were a good part of my life yeah i think he's gonna move on too i think it's it'll yeah. be a happy healthy break mm-hmm. um lexi honestly like i have nothing because like we said there is not a lot to go off of and i'm excited to hear more but i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like i think lexi's autistic and is gonna have this different life in season <laughs> two it's so stupid i don't know anything other oh, than yeah. that as far as theories go i'm just excited I'm I'm praying to all the gods that, like you said, I really hope they don't give Nate, you know, a get out of jail free card. Mm-hmm. And my other big qualm is that I just hope that this doesn't turn into a filler season is what I call it, where they mm-hmm. just kind of go over logistics and set it up for season three. Yeah. I hope it's really, I hope it's better than season one, which is really hard because yep. season one was done so well. So that's you what and I, have I to talked say. a lot about that, but a season two, it's there are so many amazing shows out there that have a really rough season two, and season yes. two is hard to do, and a lot of great shows die after season two because season two was so bad. And the only hope I have, which I told Alex earlier, is that Sam Levinson in many interviews said he's always known where each character is going to go. Yep, that so gives I'm, me hope. Same. That's always a good sign. It is a good sign because it's not that the season ended and then he was pressured by HBO to write another season and then to just come up with a bunch of bullshit like an right. eating disorder or autism. Right, right, right. So yes. But well, yeah, we'll I don't see. have anything else that that's that cool. That's it. Yeah. I mean, the pressure is on for season two to be banging. We all want it. You all want it. So we'll see what happens sometime. We're so excited s- too. At some point sometime. in the future, <laughs> years from now, we'll get to watch season two. And, and hopefully what, I'll be able to have is. my euphoria birthday party because that's, yeah. that's all that's really important. Yep. But anyways, I will um, end it by saying thank you, Alex, for doing all your research. I You're joke welcome. around about Alex being like, you know, this side character on my podcast, but that is not the case. We both put so much work into this, and Alex really researched the fuck out of these theories. Also, so thank you, Alex. You can take a drink of your beer and You're be very proud welcome. of yourself. I'm happy to happy to help. You know, <laughs> I still am the weird side character, but I uh, I'm happy no, to contribute not. some weird internet theories where I can because I love a good weird internet theory. I know you do. I will also say again a million times over. Thank you to our fans, listeners, followers on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. That wrote in, gave us these predictions to even discuss. We're at almost 1.4 thousand listens. That's incredible. I mean, like I said, we literally thought our family would just be listening to this and our friends. And to think that 1.4 thousand of you have listened in is just crazy. So thank you so much. Next week, next Tuesday, we have an episode planned. We are going to do a juicy scoop of Alex and I's high school past. Mm. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, which are could not be more different. Yes, we have complete opposite high school histories. Mm-hmm. But that being said, we definitely wanted to still be related to Euphoria, meaning ask us any questions. A lot of you said you want to hear about our lives in relation to some of the show topics, um, meaning like addiction, sex, awkward moments in high school, you name it, we want to give it to you. So I will be posting on our Instagram, our Twitter, and our Facebook And I would love for you all to participate. Ask us anything. We are open books. We are not shying away, even if it's awkward as fuck, which it absolutely will be. It always is. (laughs) High school always is. High school is always tough. So all of you high schoolers or anyone of any age, just ask us your questions. And honestly, go hard. We want the juicy ones. I want to be like challenged. I don't know about you, Alex, but I want to answer like the tough questions. Oh, yeah. Let's see it. I'm just so excited. So we will be doing that next Tuesday. That will be our episode. It will be a high school juicy scoop. So tune in. We are so excited. Once again, just thank you for listening. We're like mm. waiting for season thank two with anticipation. So much. I mean, see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, which we always laugh. We haven't even brought up yet. We didn't realize that we were always saying see you next Tuesday, but I feel like it's very fitting. I feel like I Maddie realized. would like it. So see you next Tuesday. (laughs) Alex did. I did not. So see you next Tuesday. Imagine me kicking over a chili pot at the carnival as I say that. Like, see you next Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Paige. That's so euphoric. Cheers. That is so euphoric. See you next Tuesday. (laughs) Come (laughs) on.